0: All right, thanks, Scott Shannon. Thanks to all of you. Eight hundred. Well, I'm putting my final touches on preparation for the show. 800 941 is our number if you want to be a part of the program. Um, well, we've got a problem. Uh, well, we don't have a problem. The people, the grand jury or the super grand jury in Georgia, they have a big problem. Uh, just to give you what the law is as we start this out, according to the Georgia Grand Jury Handbook... The oath you take as a grand juror that you shall keep the deliberations of the grand jury secret unless called upon to give evidence thereof in some court of law of the state. Well, we have a jury person in this particular case that has been doing interview after interview after interview after interview. Looks like a young girl. And sounds like a young girl with a political bias and a political agenda. Now, my guess is, is that the odds now are very, very high that whatever work this super grand jury did in Fulton County, Georgia, is about to get thrown out of court by any judge that would uphold grand jury laws and standards as set up by the state of Georgia. I'll say it again. The oath you take as a grand juror that you shall, quote, keep deliberations of the grand jury secret unless called upon to give evidence thereof in some court of law of this state. Otherwise, they're supposed to be secretive going on fake news, CNN, going on MSDNC, going on ABC and NBC and talking to The New York Times is anything but secretive now. Listen to this is the jury four person. Now, there's a picture of her. I'm looking at the Drudge Report right now. She looks like a rather young woman and her name is Emily Kors. It's been printed everywhere or else I wouldn't imagine. Anyway, anyway, she's just oh, so giddy. and It would have been so awesome to be able to as a four person. I would have had to swore, swear Donald Trump in. And I, I would have loved to have done that. Listen to this.
1: After everything that you've seen, what would your reaction be if the DA decides against bringing any charges after what you've seen? I will be sad if nothing happens. Like that's that's about my only request. There is is for something to happen. I don't necessarily know what it is. I'm not the legal expert. I'm not the judge. I'm not the lawyers. But I I will be frustrated if nothing.
2: Did you personally want to hear from the former president? I wanted to hear
1: from the former president, but honestly, I kind of wanted to subpoena the former president because I got to swear everybody in. And so I thought it'd be really cool to get 60 seconds with President Trump of me looking at him and being like, do you solemnly swear? And me getting to swear him in, I just, I kind of just thought that would be an awesome moment. Is it, would you say when it comes to, there are, there are indictments recommended, of course, is it more than Twelve people? Is it more than twenty people? I think if you look at the page numbers of the report, there's about six pages in the middle that got cut out, allow for spacing. It's not a short list. Not a short list. (laughs) More. I mean, when it comes to seventy-five witnesses, like, is it? It's not. I assume, of course, it's not seventy-five people. Would you characterize it as twenty-ish people? I can't say I counted okay more than a dozen though i think i'd heard you say in another interview i believe so that's probably a good assumption i really don't want to share something that the judge made a conscious decision not to share i i will tell you that it was a process where we heard his name a lot uh we definitely heard a lot about former president trump and we definitely discussed him a lot in the room and i will say that uh When this list comes out, you wouldn't there are no major plot twists waiting for you.
0: The oath you take as a grand juror that you shall, quote, shall keep the deliberations of the grand jury secret unless called upon to give evidence thereof in some court of law in this state. That has clearly been violated um, and between the laughing and the giggling and the giddiness uh, by which she would love to have sworn Donald Trump in. Tells me this is a tainted grand jury pool and this beyond cringeworthy, beyond, you know, the messages here. She's now on a press tour uh, and any judge. That is following the law of the state of Georgia that I just plainly read to you would have to throw all of this out of court, all of it. And it's it's beyond shocking. Now, if you are uh, the prosecutor in Georgia, I if it hasn't happened already, I would fully expect at any moment the Trump people are going to come out and they are going to ask that this all be quashed. This, and by the way they would have a strong legal case in front of any judge worth their salt one that does not have a predetermined outcome like so many others I, I mean it's it's pretty unbelievable what I just heard I've never heard anything like that before and and the giddiness and the excitement and it, it, it's cringeworthy now let's put the shoe on the other foot here let's say you're a liberal listening to hannity because you're a hate Hannity listener and there are people that listen just to hate me Hello. Glad you're listening. Hope you're having a good day. Uh, but for those of you out there, just put the shoe on the other foot here and that this was the jury for person in a case involving Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden or Hunter Biden. How would you feel? Would you do you think this person sounds like somebody that is fair and balanced and objective and willing to listen to and follow the laws of of the grand jury in this case in the state of georgia does this sound appropriate to you does this sound like something that a a grand juror that's supposed to these proceedings are supposed to happen in secret remain in secret unless and until an attorney general brings this issue before a court of law as the law plainly states i'll read it again just to make sure you understand the According to the Georgia Grand Jury Handbook, the oath you take as a grand juror that you, quote, shall keep the deliberations of the grand jury secret unless called upon to give evidence thereof in some court of law of this state. This was not CNN is not a court of law, is it? Last time I checked, Linda, it's the New York Times is NBC, MSNBC is fake news. CNN is, is that the court of law? And the amazing thing is the media knows it. They have n- they knew darn well what the laws were.
3: So if that's the case, then why did they do it? Because it only hurts them. They hate them so much.
0: It doesn't matter. They weren't thinking. They thought they were getting the inside scoop before it came out.
3: See, Republicans, conservatives would never be that stupid.
0: I wouldn't be that stupid. We would
3: never interview them because we would know we're shooting no. ourselves in their foot. We'd well, she wants to him.
0: come on with me. I put her on oh yeah love to have her on just
3: giggle why don't we put her and kamala on together and just giggle the whole damn time
0: you know but the reality is you're dealing with people's lives here i don't think there's anything funny about oh no there's over a dozen indictment recommendations in this oh maybe 20 i didn't count exactly spell
3: indictment she has no idea what she's talking about she's talking about something that she was there for and she's like well you could make that assumption i'm like lady you were there it's not an assumption
0: so I, last night we were on TV and I had on Marjorie Taylor Greene and, uh, Mediite wrote up a piece that Hannity supports a national divorce. First of all, they don't, I, I brought Marjorie Taylor Greene back on this program today. She'll be on later today because they misunderstood what I said. I said most people would prefer the United States of America to remain united, which is what I was saying. So I was asking, okay, what do you mean by a national divorce? And and then I stated the opposite, which I've said many times on this program before. How do we reconcile the great divide philosophically in this country today? Nobody's talking about secession. Marjorie Taylor Greene is not talking about secession. She is talking, though, about decentralizing a lot of government functions from the federal government and to the state level and letting the states then decide uh, but I'll let her explain it in her own words, and, you know, it's been distorted. But I mean, you know, think of all the issues that we talk about on a, on a daily basis. There are people that feel in schools that they have the right to teach your children about how to transition. We're talking about young people that are underage and not tell and not inform the parents, and then even further go go and medically assist children in that effort um there's a great divide on that how do you reconcile or how do you find middle ground on an issue like that you know if you believe in defund dismantle the police and no bail laws how how do you reconcile with the rest of the country that wants law and order and safety and security because we believe it is a prerequisite if you want to pursue happiness in this country you know how do you reconcile those that have no intention at all of enforcing federal laws as it relates to the borders of this country where all the fentanyl and all the opioids and all the human trafficking takes place and all these illegal immigrants entering the country, how do you reconcile the law-breaking mentality of the Democratic Socialist Party with those of us that believe in the rule of law and that our borders should be secured? How do you what's the middle ground? Well, we'll let half of the people in. That's not that's not reconciling or resolving an issue. You know, how do you reconcile with these new Green Deal climate alarmist cult members, the religious cult that don't want any domestic energy production? Meanwhile, it remains the lifeblood of the world's economy. And they would rather import three million barrels, as we now are, of oil from Venezuela and make them rich again, rather than being energy independent. Rather than paying, creating high-paying career jobs for Americans, rather than being, you know, benefit, rather than this being beneficial for our national security and not being dependent on foreign countries that don't like us for the for the lifeblood of our economy, you know, how do you reconcile those that want socialism and those that believe in capitalism? How do you reconcile those that believe in a strong national defense and those that would unilaterally disarm in this country? You know, how do you, on all of these issues, how do you reconcile it? I don't know the answer. I don't think it's a terrible idea to give more power back to the states. And then Americans would probably choose in greater numbers. We see a mass migration now. Florida's taking in nearly a 1,000 new residents a day. New York and California are losing about a 1,000 residents a day. In large part because of governance and how bad it is and high taxes And burdensome regulation and and people are leaving with their wallets and their feet and they're moving to texas they're moving to florida they're moving to tennessee they're moving to the carolinas and bigger and bigger numbers it's the national divorce would be you know taking away the the power of the federal government limiting that power and giving more power to the states to decide um because otherwise you know we see what what these democratic policies are now ultimately we have a constitution i believe in the constitution i believe in the united states of america would i like to see some decentralization of power out of washington uh and and brought bring it locally where elected officials i would argue are held more accountable anyway 800-941 sean our number if
2: you want to be a uh, part of the program
0: and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com Hannity today. All right, when is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Now, what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, if it is, that's called home title theft. and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to slash Hannity today. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to think, oh, I'm covered, no worries at all. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out of pocket cost, that's not covered by insurance. Now, that can be a lot of money for you and your family, but how do you know that you're not being overbilled? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Now, unless you're a billing expert, from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over, get this, $130 million. Bottom line is, insurance alone is not enough. Now, to save, just go to HealthLock.com. That's one word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another health care provider. Oh, I see Mayor Pete is about, Pothole Pete is about to make a trip tomorrow to... uh Palestine in Ohio, uh, only because he's been embarrassed to do so, not for any other reason. And there, I'll tell you right now, there is real anger out there. You know, we went over the numbers in in great specificity and great detail last night, and and believe me, I don't like seeing innocent men, women, and kill and children slaughtered like we're witnessing unfold in Ukraine. I don't like apartment complexes targeted. I don't like housing developments targeted. I don't like infrastructure targeted. Uh, yeah, e- Putin is evil. Um, and I'm a little tired of him saber rattling about nuclear war, but here's what I'm also tired about. You know, it's, you know, somebody wrote an article. I guess it was a mediaite saying, well, Hannity supported Iraq and Afghanistan. I said, yeah, I did. Uh, And I said, after all that we learned from those experiences, we could no longer send American treasure, our sons and daughters, to bang on door after door after door in Iraq and think that that's how you're going to win a war. And I said, we learned something the way that Donald Trump beat the caliphate. And with the advancement of military technology, we now have the ability to sit in an air conditioned office Anywhere in the country and press a button and with pinpoint accuracy, take out any target we like, even a balloon up in the sky if we really wanted to. And I said we ought to be using that technology if we're going to fight and be involved in a conflict. But if the U.S. is, is spending one hundred and twenty billion dollars and Europe is only spending 30 and Great Britain only five and Germany only five and Joe Biden is denying you know fighter jets as offered by poland and other european countries that tells me joe's not serious about actually defeating vladimir putin in ukraine and this is a big show war that'll go on in perpetuity and i thought we learned we ought not get involved in long protracted conflicts Didn't the IRS scandal and the NSA atrocities convince you? You need a watchdog on Washington with insider sources. You need Hannity every day. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Anyway, big day tomorrow. Good news for the folks of East Palestine and Ohio. Uh, Pothole Pete, your mayor, uh, has now... Finally agreed to carve out a a little bit of time out of his very, very hectic schedule as transportation secretary to visit what used to be their village before it became a toxic waste dump uh, with these cancer causing chemicals. Now, you would think that a controlled chemical burn that is killing fish, wildlife and making human beings sick would warrant an earlier visit by uh, Pothole Peep. But he says, well, we face these problems all the time. No, they did not face these problems all the time when he was mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Not even close. Anyway, so you have this train wreck. You have this controlled chemical burn releasing dangerous chemicals into the air and the soil and the water. Dead fish, dead animals, sick people. And only now, because Donald Trump is going, does Pothole Peep find time in his busy schedule uh, to go there. Now, for days, he, he was out there, you know, saying nothing, doing nothing. Uh, and meanwhile, this toxic fire was raging, and, and people rightly scared to death what the long-term health implications are going to be. But he was now kind of shamed into a statement last week. Last week, he declared that East Palestine was getting more than enough attention. Really? Because he went on to say... You know, train wrecks, you know, we have we have almost a thousand a year. Well, not with dangerous chemicals and not with controlled burns killing uh, wildlife and fish, uh, Mr. Pete. Anyway, uh, so people rightly uh, this is not going to be a good moment for him. I bet you the people of Palestine are going to be apoplectic that it took him this long to finally show up and, and do something. He recently demanded Americans trust him because he was once the mayor of South Bend. Indiana, where he dealt with a a lot of disasters. Okay, so we did a little digging on our TV show last night, and we found out what disasters did Pothole Pete have to deal with. Well, some of the disasters, according to the South Bend Tribune, one of his greatest challenges as mayor was turning several one-way streets into two-way streets. That is a huge challenge for any mayor. Well, you guys are laughing. This is a very important detail. How do you turn a one-way street into a two-way street? Maybe you put a line in the middle of the street as long as there's enough room and you have, you know, one group of people go down in one direction and the other people go in the other direction. That would be a novel idea, but that apparently was, was one of the, the the major disasters that Mayor Pete had to deal with. Uh, another mayor, major challenge he had had to do with his city's empty lots There are way too many empty lots in South Bend, Indiana. Anyway, and last but not least, he got his name, Pothole Pete, for a reason, because under Pothole Pete's leadership, South Bend, Indiana, was home to the worst roads in the entire state, or, as Politico put it, the former mayor of a town with an 18-route bus system and a, a giant pothole problem will now have to shepherd Biden's national infrastructure plan. In other words pothole pete is in way over his head which we're now which pretty much everybody at this point has figured out you know the only reason pete is even considering a visit is because donald trump is going i guess he was there today right is he there yet he went there already yeah
3: he went there already we got we're gonna try to get the audio but he was asked what his message was for biden and he said come here now
0: it's a good message and biden will probably never visit because it's not close to delaware he only likes to go close to Delaware, stay close to home, and is Or Kiev. His sting, his, He's or, put
3: a lot of Ukrainian flags up all over East Palestine. Oh yeah. He'll be right there. Buckets of money.
0: So Biden, Biden has taken the victory lap. Look, instinctively, I don't want to see human carnage. I don't want to see evil unfolding in our time. I don't want to see, see apartment buildings targeted by Putin and, and bombing out these entire neighborhoods. I don't want to see infrastructure destroyed. You know, I think the world has, if if at all possible, an obligation to help. And I'm for that. However, if you are going to spend hundreds of billions of taxpayer dollars, the last thing you should be doing is bearing the brunt, the financial burden of this conflict that is going on in Europe. The last thing Joe Biden needs to do is to be stepping in and vetoing European nations that wanted to give Zelensky and Ukraine fighter jets so that they don't cede all the airspace to Vladimir Putin with his fighter jets. And not once, but on a number of occasions, it was Joe Biden that vetoed the. The gifts of fighter jets by Poland and by other countries. Now it gets worse. Because Putin apparently now is backing out of a a nuclear treaty, which, by the way, the Russians never abide by it anyway. Let's be honest. Uh, President Xi of China now is headed to Moscow. Apparently this is an important visit. Now this could end up being an escalation that I don't think Europe is up for. I don't think Europe is ready for an axis of evil that would consist of China, Russia, Iran, and North Korea. I don't think they are. And then that's going to put us in a very difficult position. How long is are the people of the United States willing to, to give money to Ukraine when they're not fighting the war to win the war? If you are denying Ukraine fighter jets that they've been offered, you are an impediment to something called victory. Go back to Winston Churchill. What is our aim, you ask? Victory. Victory at any cost. Victory in the hills, victory here, victory everywhere. That was what Winston Churchill famously said. Blood, toil, tears, and sweat. That's what he said. Victory. That was our aim. Nobody wants to fight a a war and be victorious. I would say to the house as I said to those who have joined the government. I have nothing to offer but blood, toil,
2: tears,
0: and sweat. You ask what is up, policy? I will say it is to wage war by sea, land, and air, with all our might, with all the strength that God can give us, to wage war against a monstrous tyranny never surpassed in the dark and lamentable catalog of human crime. You ask, what is our aim? I can answer in one word, victory. Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory, however long and hard the road may be. But without victory, there is no survival. Without victory, there is no survival. And I just sent you something. You print this out for me. You don't mind. That's that's what the goal ought to be here, and it ought to be before China gets involved, and it ought to be before the Iranians get involved. But Europe doesn't see it that way. I don't know what the territorial ambitions of Vladimir Putin are. However, you know the and to the credit of the people of Ukraine, they have shown a willingness to risk their own lives. They have fought with great courage and with great valor. Yes, there's been some corruption and they need to do a better job of monitoring, you know, exactly where the monies that we're sending are going. But my question is, is where is where is Western Europe? This is their backyard. It would be the same as if, you know, they started a war with Canada. That would be our backyard. We'd have a greater geographical interest And making sure that Canada didn't lose its territory to Vladimir Putin. And the problem we now face is we have a weak president that has emboldened the world's worst actors. And that would be President Xi. That would be Vladimir Putin. That would be King Kim Jong-un. That would be the mullahs of Iran. Our enemies are emboldened and America looks weak. And the war in Ukraine is now becoming that which we should have learned from Iraq and Afghanistan, a quagmire. A long, protracted, ceasingly, unceasingly, never-ending, you know, conflict that goes on here. At some point, there's got to be the aim of victory. You know, the one thing that we've learned from Iraq and Afghanistan, two wars, yes, that I've supported. I was criticized today about it. There's two big differences. We didn't have modern weaponry like we have today. We didn't have the ability to sit in an office building in any city or any town in America and press buttons and destroy, you know, whatever the target happened to be with pinpoint accuracy. We do have that now. We, we, we don't need to go back to the days of sending our national treasure, our brave men and women, door to door in Iraq that's no way to fight a war. You know, think of all these kids that had their legs blown off, you know, because of these IEDs that were planted all over Iraq and Afghanistan. There's a better way. And we learned that in the Trump years when Trump defeated the caliphate and he defeated the caliphate because that was the mission and that was the goal. And it was done with very little fanfare and very little acknowledgement from anybody in terms of the actual success of all of this let me go back to georgia for a second and this you know giddy cringeworthy jury foreperson um i mentioned earlier that according to the georgia grand jury handbook the oath you take as a grand juror that you quote shall keep the deliberations of the grand jury secret unless called upon to give evidence thereof in some court of law in this state uh, there is another mention in the handbook under practical suggestions for grand jurors, and it says, do not discuss cases with your fellow jurors or anyone else outside of the jury room. Linda, would the New York Times count as someone else or anyone else?
3: I would say that's a hard yes.
0: Would, would ABC be considered as anyone else outside of the grand jury room? Absolutely. Would fake news CNN? considered
3: well they normally got a tip they're normally on the inside but maybe in this case on the outside
0: okay nbc new york times it says under practical suggestions for grand jurors do not discuss cases with your fellow jurors or anyone else outside of the jury room this this young woman has been doing one interview after another after another after another As long as she didn't discuss actual deliberations, well, she did. She said, oh, yeah, that was the first thing that we discussed, the phone call with Donald Trump and the Secretary of State, Ratzenberger. So I would say that would that would be considered deliberations, would it not? I would love to have sworn him in. It would have been great. As jury foreperson, I would have been the person that actually swore him in, and I would have loved to swore President Trump in. So she discussed actual deliberations and actual results. So I I don't see how any judge keeps this. It should all be thrown out. But then again, I don't know if we have equal justice application of our laws.
3: Not in Biden's America.
0: Not in Biden's America. By the way, I forgot to uh, remind people about Chamonix. Right now they got a great great package available mary from uh and her husband from north carolina say my husband and i both got your our skincare uh from chamonix it's softer smoother thanks to genucell products we faithfully have been using for weeks our skin looks brighter our wrinkles look softer and less noticeable bags and puffiness are gone and are less visible thanks to all things chamonix and genucell and uh you've been using it for how many years
3: I mean, an eternity, and I tell you what, I'm never going to stop because I don't ever want bags or puffiness or wrinkles. I want none of that stuff, and that's why I use GenuCell.
0: GenuCell's most popular package right now, 70% off, includes their probiotic extract moisturizer for visibly healthier and a more youthful-looking skin. Just go to GenuCell.com slash Sean, GenuCell.com slash Sean, and you get surprise savings at checkout. You got a great deal going on. Anyway, we got a lot of ground to cover, and uh, we'll check in with all things O'Reilly. We'll talk to him about the conflict that is ongoing with Iraq and how it ought to be handled. Um, We'll also talk about, you know, all the other things that are happening, Russia, China, Biden's disaster. You know, this whole issue with the the jury foreperson in Georgia, what's going to happen? You know, and by the way, if Joe Biden go all the way to... Ukraine, he can't stop by East Palestine? He can't make that trip? I think the people of East Palestine deserve to see their president. Apparently they're not going to see Joe Biden. Maybe tomorrow they might get lucky and see Mayor Pete. I don't think Mayor Pete is exactly the person that they want to see right now, based on their comments, not my comments. I
3: hear they got a big glass of water ready for him, though.
0: He found time in his busy schedule to visit East Palestine. You got to give him credit. Go thirsty,
3: Pete. Go thirsty.
0: He says he's working on coming up with a date, and that date apparently is going to be tomorrow. Maybe we should go to East Palestine.
3: Yes. I am all for that.
0: Do you think that maybe Mayor Pete, Pothole Pete, would sit down with us and talk to us? I doubt it. Oh,
3: my gosh. I would love to talk to him.
0: I'd love to talk to Mayor Pete.
3: Love it. Uh Have a little glass of water.
0: Yeah, you might want to bring in some... uh, Shoot the news. Paper towels has been a major spill in the studio. Just say. Are saying. you being
3: funny? No. Nope. Oh my God! You. D- what are you having a moment?
0: What is going is on what in it there? Ends. Donald Trump apparently stomped at a McDonald's in East Palestine, and they had a big crowd there. He loves McDonald's. When he ran for president the first time, and I never, I didn't fly on his plane, but I saw his plane. On the tarmac, I went up there a couple of times, you know, to interview people and say hi to people, etc. And it would either be Kentucky Fried Chicken or pizza or McDonald's. And if he got McDonald's, it was usually, I think it was a quarter pounder with cheese and a fish sandwich and a large fry and a Diet Coke. That's what he would eat. And he used to, what people didn't know as president, a little side note if you're interested... He would send people that work for him out to the local McDonald's and bring him back to the White House. He had a red button on his uh, on the Oval Office desk and everyone thought it was the red button. No, it was to get a Diet Coke delivered. Anyway, we'll continue. Bill O'Reilly next. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easier to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. where they made their memories with their hero. Now you can join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on the mission to do good and support the families of America's greatest heroes, and that means the families of fallen first responders just like Jason Arno and Gold Star families with young children and catastrophically injured service members and also homeless vets. Please commit to $11 a month. Go to their website, the letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help.